Welcome to Spark, powered by Harcourt's Best, a podcast devoted to sharing real estate knowledge, brought to you by Harcourt's Academy. How do you build a strong repeat and referral business? In this episode, we talk to Jeremy Wilkinson, number 82 for Harcourts Internationally in 2018. Jeremy shares with us his superpower of just being himself and injecting professional fun and laughter into his work. It's a great pleasure to be speaking with Jeremy Wilkinson from Launceston in Tasmania, Australia. Hey, thank you. Thank you. This is um, going to be an experience. Can't wait. Can't wait to share some knowledge. Uh, it should be good. Now, Jeremy, 15 years in the industry... And of those 15, you've you spent about seven of them um, top of your game. Number one, Harcourt's agent in Tasmania. You're doing something, right? Yeah, oh, look, it, it's funny. It was, um, yeah, I am. And it's, it's yeah, I look at it and I go, what have I done right? And it's sort of, it's probably just been, this seems so simple but so obvious. I've just been me. I think I've just. Uh, you know, for me, I'm just, it's always got to have fun, got to get out there and enjoy it. I love my job. And I think people actually, when people get to see me, they see that I love my job and they just like, God, we're going with this guy. So it it's sort of works for me. So that's sort of my angle a little bit. Yeah, I mean, if you're competition, you know, if they're thinking your competition's just in it for a job and you're in there to, you know, have, have fun, it's more like a lifestyle, a bit of a no-brainer, isn't it? Oh, it's a no-brainer. And I see people, they get so serious and so... Oh, they're like robots doing their appraisals and I'm going in there. If I can't crack a gag in the first 30 seconds, I don't probably want the listing. It sounds ridiculous <laughs> because if they're looking at me like I'm a dumb bum, I'm going, nah, nah, you're not my client. I'm not. And, yeah, and it's not all about having fun. It's about professional fun, if you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, how do you develop that? But how do you make sure that you kind of keep it professional so you're not just someone's mate, you're actually seen as professional? Yeah, and that, that's the bit that, that get, becomes a bit of a fine line sometimes. But um, I, I suppose it's, it's straight up I line it up with a, with a potential listing and like, you know, I work for you, I report to you, you pay me, I do everything for you. But if you say something that I don't agree with or I say something you don't agree with, let's bring it out right now and it's like sort of lay it on the table from that first minute um, because I want I want it to be open and honest between all. If they don't trust me, if I don't trust them, man, it's probably not going to work. They've got to go, hey, this guy knows his stuff or this person knows his stuff. Let's just put it on the table. This is our, this is what we want at the end of it. And I'll just be brutally honest and tell them whether it's good or not or whether we can do it. And it's just the best way. I find, you know, not saying honesty is the best way, course honesty is the best way, but just to be upfront and let it all out right there. Yeah, because you're right. You know, it's not about being dishonest, but if, you, if you're kind of not telling them the full truth or, or you know, the, the meaning behind things. Yeah, and, they, you know, they tell me all the time. They go, oh, some other agent told me it was going to be worth this. I go, well, look, they might be right. It's a damn good market at the moment, but all the stats tell us this. We could test this, but you logically would feel that it's probably, where do you think it's this? And they go, well, probably not there. You go, well, yeah, that's just what normal people will do. Just be normal. Just be normal. And, and, and be yourself, you know. Um, no one else is you. All you can do is be yourself, yeah. Yeah, that's right. So true, so true, so true. I try and fake it. Every time I try and fake it, um, it's fake it, not not dodgy fake it, but just fake it and try and, you know, push it out there. It, I always trip over, always trip over. I find I've got to, you know, remember what I do, why, why 
I do it, but it works. When you get that, you know, you see ages where you get desperate and you go, I need some listings and you, and you change the way you do your presentations, you trip over every time. You trip over every time. So tell us about um, some recent experiences you've had with um, some customers where, you know, you really feel like you've, you've gone above and beyond in terms of the, the client experience. You know, name some names. You know, who were they? What, what happened and what did you do? Oh, look, there's been some really interesting ones. Look, uh, you know, I think of all the – in this re- in the, our market now, we're in a bit of a, um, a semi-boom market here where we've been flat for 10 years basically and it's moving right now on the back of a Hobart market. I've had a fair few interesting clients. Look, we're selling – I sold a very, very unique property not long ago to a – for a um, – they're an investment company that weren't going that well, but they weren't going broke. Literally, they put a we put a semi subdivision on the land that they on on the market that they hadn't quite got ready, but they needed to sell it. We opened it up to the open market, put advertised it everywhere we could. Literally, they had it valued at one point five million, and we I thought, no, nah, I reckon there's more in this. Let's just open her up and just go expression of interest and see what happens. We ended up getting. 13 offers, uh, yeah, it was 13 offers from all around the country. Um, a lot of the people I'd never met, there's two or three that I knew, but the rest I'd never met before, sold for $3.86 million. And it's the guy's kind of, my God, you've got me out of that hole. <laughs> like, and I could, uh, basically doubled his money and he's gone, oh, my God, you know. And there's that stuff's happening, albeit that was a big, that was a, a 50-lot subdivision that was sort of quarter started, very different way above this normal market, but just cool experience, cool thing to be involved in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what about some of just the, you know, the, the, the families and things like that? Do you do, you, do, you do anything special for, for those people or is it just about listening to them? Oh, look, for me, I try – look, it's always to make it a great experience. and it's a, The experience is about um, just – talking to them and letting them know what's going on. I find most agents forget the, just the basics. It's just let them know what you're doing. If you've been to the house, done an inspection, ring them back as soon as you get in the car and tell them what's going on. Let them know what the buyers are saying. If they're email, people are emailing you, because this is the thing in this market, people don't see what we're doing behind the scenes because it's not that good old market where we used to take 50 people through a house in the first two weeks. It's now we get 150 emails and Twitter and Facebook and they don't see it. You've got to let them know what's going on because you ring them at week two and you go, I've got an offer and I think you should take it. They go, I haven't heard from you for a week, man. No, I'm not going to take it. It's not good enough. Do you know? You're not communicating. So it's about communication. And um, like it's just making them feel comfortable and making them not feel we so often as agents seem to talk down to people. Just get them on your level. Get them on your level, you know. Um, that, and they love it. They love that. It's not they love it. I talk about people. Like they love it. It's, it's people just enjoy it when you're not talking over them all the time. You know, because people know. You know, they they can oh, sense it. Oh, look, you see, you get. You know, I know when I'm waffling on too much, I start sweating, and I go, "Look, I'm talking too much now. You just tell me what's tell me what you need now." And they just look at me and go, "Thanks." <laughs> Talk to me more about what you're doing around lead generation now. Is is it all repeat and referral, or are you actually going out there and? We just did a. We must just not long ago. I did a submission to the. REA, so realestate.com for the, you know, the annual awards that they do. And we actually re-ran our numbers. This is only, this is only two or three days ago we had to submit it. It must have been last Friday. Um, I reckon I'm, 
I think the numbers where I'm about 89 or 90% repeat referral business, um, I think it was 89, whatever, say 90. But it's like for me, I, I, I remember the first day I started this and some old guy said, mate, your database is the most important thing and I just looked at him like he was had something wrong with him. Um, oh, my God, I wish I'd listened. Well, I did, but I didn't really listen. I wish I'd. I wish I'd been on the phone for that hour and a half, two hours a day that I am every day now from day dot because I would have probably been retired by now, not been smart. I probably would have. I just didn't see it. I just saw the light <clears throat> in the last literally four years and that's what I've done religiously. It's worked that database. That database is just gold. What do you mean by working the database? Like what kind of activities are you doing? Uh, for us, we're using... You know, if we're using H1 to its nth degree in, in you know, getting, uh, you know, weekly updates, market market reports, um, um, vendor, um, you know, information on the suburbs where potential listings were of appraised houses. It's, it's, it's working warm leads. I, I know a lot of people, you know, it's done so much training and people talk about, oh, you've got to, you know, cold leads and you've got a cold call. And I just go, I just... I think I'm wasting my time doing that. I'm not a door knocker. I'm not that type of person. Work the warm ones. They already like you. My God, you're three quarters away in the door. Why not keep working them? As long as you don't stalk them. That's that. There's a there's the very fine line between ringing them four times a day and ringing them once every month or two. And I try and ring everyone every six months. That's that's the golden rule. And I've got. I don't think I get everyone. I've got about. I think I've got about four and a half thousand people on database. And I try and roll through them every six, but I reckon it's every eight. And are you contacting those? Like, as you see people maybe go from being warm to, you know, almost like a hot buyer or seller, are you contacting them more often? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I get them. I've got two assistants that work with me or for me, which is brilliant. And I've got one that just every morning just hands me a pile of folders and go, you're ringing all these guys before before you're allowed out of the office today and I want to get on the road all the time so I'm on the phone straight away. Um, basically, it's then um, copious notes as I'm, as I'm talking to them, you know, they're telling me about their new dog and they they went to Darwin and they did this so next time I ring them, I could go, how's the new dog Timmy going and how is Darwin and blah, blah, blah. But then that gets entered into H1. But the sister just she just chucks in a reminder that pings that I've got to ring him in a week or two weeks or six weeks or two months if or twelve months if they're cold, and um it's just automated. You can't rely on your brain. Can't remember this stuff. Can't remember it all. Yeah, when you're talking about you know thousands of people on a database, it'd yeah, just be impossible. Yeah. Oh, if you had two, yeah, fine. Actually, I'd probably forget that too. It's got a it's got a ping at you. It's got something's got to go bang. Ring them now, and it, you just go. I want that off the screen, so I'm gonna. I'm going to make the call and then it goes away, you know. It's, it's one of those things, though, when you rely on systems like that, it frees your brain up to just, you know, focus on the important stuff like the relationships and the people. And Yeah, yeah. You get to, you're right. You get to talk to them rather than sort of deliver a message like, oh, the market's great. You, you sort of have about having an appraisal today and you, just, uh, and you go, oh, my God, get lost, mate. And when you get on the phone and go, hey, You've probably seen the market move, but what have you been up to? You know, I knew you were looking in at you know up the road in the other suburb. Have you found anything? No, right? It's just get it, you know, it just makes my job so much easier. So tell me more about um, you know, fifteen years. Obviously, you know, you, you start off almost knowing nothing to being you know really the expert they are today. Were the were there kind of light bulb moments 
along your journey that you've just suddenly, you know, almost like on a on a day you've just actually something's gone off in your head and like you know with the whole having a database any other moments like that that you can recall um probably um really early on going um i got led a little bit i didn't get led the wrong way i you know following the lights bit of a moth and i ended up instantly going no 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 surround yourself with good people be around the be around the champions you know and i've luckily started in a company and i had no idea about real estate truthfully luckily i'd started in a company where the three directors were actually brilliant they were very very good salespeople, and i just sat there and after about two weeks i've realized i'm just going to mirror everything they do and i find i i find i talk to them now and they're going that's what we say, and I go, yeah, whatever. I copied it. That's <laughs> just what I do. But it's but the other light bulb moment was, and Facebook, you know, whenever that started coming on, and you know, we we're all using our database and everything pretty heavily back there, say six or seven years ago. A lot, absolute light bulb moment. I was focusing on emails and texts and, and any other way other than talking to people. Man, it used to be the face to face was the absolute king or face-to-face still is king but get on the phone get on the phone emails are so easy to delete texts are so easy to not look at ring them up ring them up or if perfect case get drive out and see them drive out and meet them yeah i think you're right because there's so much noise i think on our phones and our life these days that you're just another email you're just another post you know unless you're actually connecting with them you know verbally or in person and you know, and you know, you've got it. You know, not, not not you know, you've got them, but you know, you're building that relationship when you're talking. There's some that you just think, oh, geez, I don't know if I'll ever get these people. I don't think they connect, and they ring you back four years later after continually, literally leaving messages on their phone for like four years every six months, and they go, yeah, you've kept in contact with me, and I go, I haven't heard from you, but we're going to list with you now, and I go, oh my god, <laughs> it's just like excellent. Well, you see, you're the first person they think about. You're that Jeremy yeah. guy that keeps annoying them. Yeah, he keeps, he keeps leaving me a message, but there's that fine, like I said before, that fine line of stalking where, where someone will ring every week for the next three months and then give up. It's like just consistently. I had one lady I talked to last week and she goes, I love our six-monthly catch-ups, Jeremy. She'll never sell anything with me. I know she won't. A family will end up selling it all, and I'll probably give it to someone else. But, um, you know, she's got, oh, these are great chats. And I have, like, a two-minute chat on and off. You know, it's great. It's brilliant. But then even though it might not be her that, you know, is listening with you, who's she recommending you to? Who's who's she talking to you about? That is, that's the golden thing. You know, I went to a function last night and I, I was at this thing and I probably shouldn't have been, it was a school night, so I probably shouldn't have really been going. But a guy came up to me out of the crowd and he's going, can you remember me? I go, no, 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 but I think I, I think I remember the house I sold for you. And he, he actually said to me, he said, the reason why I chose you, and this is like from seven or eight years ago, you just were having fun doing it. And everyone else seems so serious and going, Cool. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't remember his name. Still can't remember his name. Actually, it's Glenn. I got it. I just got it then. Glenn. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yes. Faces and houses. Not so good with names. It's something <laughs> yeah. I have to work. It's something I really have to work on, and I've been working on forever. Anyway. Um, well, well, speaking yeah. of developing yourself, what, what are you doing these days? Are you going to listen to podcasts and watching YouTube videos? What does it look like? Yeah, for me, it's um, I've have got into podcasts a bit, but it's, it's funny. I got onto podcasts and. I've been listening pretty heavily to a bit of stuff like Tom Panos and that sort of stuff, which I actually like Tom. Tom's, 
really abrupt, but I've met him now a couple of times and I actually, the abruptness has come off it. It just hits home really hard. You go, just do your job properly. But I actually got onto the podcast and I, I did find Hamish and Andy there and I actually listened to way too much Hamish and Andy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, I don't mind. Um, for me, it's just, um, you know, whenever we're doing training, I want to be involved in it. If it's we do weekly training in office, we do our monthly bigger training with our sales team and we do our quarterly state training, it's just to go to everything. It's like I... I there was a stage where I was in denial because I was so good that I didn't want to be trained because I was, you know, you couldn't make me better. Man, that's, you know, there's, you know, if you think you're the best, you, you're just getting yourself seriously. You can always learn more stuff and learn diff- different ways to do it. Just be there, be a sponge, learn off the good people that are really brilliant. You yeah, know? just never stop learning. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. It never stops and it never will. And um, once you once you work that out, it, it does make training way easier than when you sit there looking at your phone for three hours thinking, I've got business to do. Just blank out and suck it in, basically. Yeah, well put. Um, any last thoughts that you want to share with uh, with the Harcourts crew? Like I said at the start, just be yourself. Just be yourself. Don't try and create a robotic, um, you know, be, be um, learn the scripts and dialogues for sure. Not saying go wing it every time, um, but learn your scripts and dialogues, but make them natural. Make them natural. Don't make it, wait a minute, I'm going to page two here. Now we're going to talk about um, how we price a house. Now we're going to talk, you know, it's just, I see it way too often and people just glaze over on that sort of stuff, but be yourself. It's, it's like you've got yourself. to internalise them, you know. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, know what the script's there for, but make sure it's in your own words. You know? and, be able to, and be able to wing it because there's so many people that don't want to know it. But be able to yeah, – it's probably being a good pick of your target, knowing what they'll need, therefore asking lots of questions before you actually walk in their door. You know, have, have sent them emails, have, sent, have talked to them a couple of times on the phone so you're actually loaded and ready, albeit you might look it. And people just go, geez, this he knows his stuff. And you pre- sort of not pretend, you just know it because you've really, really, really done the research and probably pretending you haven't. <laughs> and they just, it sounds silly that you don't pretend you haven't, but just know your stuff, know the street, know the suburb, know everything like the back of your hand. If you don't, it, it, you know, it's not worth it. People can feel the professionalism, you know, coming yeah, prepared. Yeah, yeah you yeah, feel it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I don't know if that was a good ending comment, but sorry, but, <laughs> you know, I hope that made sense. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. we've, we've captured you, Jeremy. You've, uh, you've come across as someone who's, you know, just doing the basics brilliantly and, um, yeah, you, you, you're doing well. Was it property sold every three days now? Oh, look, I reckon we are. It's one oh, – look, I could sell five a day at the moment. Just can't get enough stock. Always the way. Boom market. No stock. <laughs> Sell everything in three minutes. Can't get enough. But got to start building them now. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, it's a good idea. Yeah, maybe you have to do that. But um, it, it's you know, it's a bit of a third world problem. I've got to get over it. Get out there and make more phone calls, don't I? Yeah, I, I shouldn't keep you any longer. <laughs> no, hey, Jer- no, no. You're right. You're right. Good job. <laughs> hey, lovely chatting. Yeah, Jeremy. Thanks for your time today. Really appreciate Thank, it. Thanks, Tim. Ta. Thank you for listening to the Spark Podcast, brought to you by Harcourts Academy. If you liked what you heard, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate or leave a review. And remember, knowledge is power. Knowledge shared is power multiplied.